So, Alhamdulillah, the entire 21st para was recited. The last part of Surah Al-Tabud, then Surah Rum, Surah Al-Quran, Surah Sajda, and up to verse 30 of uh, Surah Ahzab. The remaining summary of Surah Al-Tabud, verse 45, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, read the book and make salah for verily salah forbids uh, immodesty, iniquity, evil. Then verse 46, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, talk to the Ahl kitab that means the Jews and the Christians, with what is best. That means you must talk to them nicely and talk to them with what is revealed. Meaning use the Quran al-Karim and invite them to Islam. Thirdly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refutes accusations that Nabi Akram wrote the Quran al-Kareem. For mention of Jannah is being made and risk is only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Verse 69, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide those who strive in his cause. In this verse, uh, the Tabiq Jamaat use it a lot. Surah Rum. The summary is that abstain from shirk, continuing glorifying and praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, verse 32-43. And that have firm faith in Tawheed and act on the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And definitely when you do that, when you are firm on Tawheed and you act on the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah's help will definitely come. Thirdly, three aspects. Do not commit shirk, be kind, and do not oppress. Do not oppress. Also, glad tidings and glad tidings to Muslims who, inshallah, will defeat the Muslims just as the Romans defeated the Persians. After that, 16, 30 logical proofs are still given for Tawheed. Example, man is not li like to ask his slave what he has to spend from his wealth. See, when a man has got a slave, he does not ask his slave that what must I spend from my wealth. Man spends it. Just like that, how can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have a partners? Because he is the creator, he does not have to ask anybody what he is going to do and how. Then, trade involving interest can never bring profit because it is haram and devoid of blessing. Verse 39. And blessing in wealth from which zakat is given. When you give zakat, then the, your wealth is blessed and your wealth has got barakah. Then, seal of ignorance of the hearts prevents acceptance of truth. When the heart becomes ignorant, then unfortunately it cannot accept truth. Summary of Surah Luqman, there is an introduction from verse 2 to 9, explaining two types of people. 
Number one, those who do good use the Quran as source of guidance and mercy. If you use the Quran as source of guidance and mercy, then inshallah you'll be classified as those who do good. And those evil in nature, they, they follow storytelling, trivial pastimes, instead of listening to Quran. No illumination, therefore they reject. And when they reject, they become blind. And when they become blind, their devastation becomes their lot. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings nine proofs against shirk in verse 10, 11, 13, 20, 25, 26, 27, 29, 31, and 34. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the end, He says five facts, they are the key of the unseen. Only Allah knows that. That is right at the end of Surah Luqman. Number one, when Qiyamah will take place. Number two, when rain will fall and how much rain will fall. Number three, what lies in the womb. <coughs> that means only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the, the features, the complexion, the character, the destination of them. Number four, what will happen tomorrow, only Allah knows. Number five, where every person will die, only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. Now when only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that, then call him alone in distress. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala advises men do not walk with pride. Number two, don't turn your face away from another. Number three, not to raise one's voice because the raising of sounds is, the, is like the brain of the donkey. So this ayat here, both Hafizahs are in it. I don't know why both Hafizahs decided to read this particular ayat. Then, is Hazrat Luqman a Nabi or not? Then we have compiled what book, 500 gems of Hazrat Luqman, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And in that, in the introduction, I wrote one very lengthy introduction proving that he was not a Nabi, that's the uh, better, best opinion, but he was a very pious, righteous uh, man from the uh, Abyssinian area. And he was very wise and philosophical in nature. That book is very interesting to read. Surah Sajda, summary, number one, no one's intercession can overrule Allah, Allah's decision. And there's three proofs for that. One is Allah is creator. Only He can be uh, man's helper. In verse 4, thus He can reveal also Quran Verse 23, that He is the one who gave Hazrat Musa salam, the Torah and asked the people of Torah that there is no intercession besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Verse 27, only Allah, He revives the dead. And he is the only one to ask people on the day of judgment, and his judgment is final. Surah Ahzab, the summary, reject three basic beliefs of the Mushrikeen. That intercession of gods can change Allah's decision on the day of judgment. They feel that the gods will intercede on the day of judgment and they turn change Allah's decision. That is not true. And B, that a person's wife can be regarded as mother. 
Now these Arabs had a concept of what they called zihar. That they said, no, that if you say your wife, you are like the back of my mother, then your wife will become haram to you. So this uh, uh, surah refutes that, uh, rejects that, and says there's no such thing like that. You just give kafara and carry on with a life. And see, one adopted son is not equal to real son. And then the story of Zayd, then <coughs> guidance of laws to Rasul Salah, guidance of laws to general public, and guidance of laws to the wives. Uh, to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that propagate always the truth under all circumstances. Even if the Mushrikeen and the Munafikeen oppose, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is telling Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you propagate the truth and don't be afraid. Number two, Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is prepared to separate from the wives. If the wives want the glitter of the world, then he told them, if you want the glitter of the world, then I prepare to separate from them. And he's telling his wife that eradicate the customs of ignorance. Then you will get double reward for that. The guidance for the general Muslims, Muslims give support to Nabi Akram Salasim. Sacrifice your lives for his honor. And should treat the wives of Nabi Akram Salasim as our mothers. Verse 6. Verse 9 not to lose courage. Remain with Nabi Akram Salaam. Allah will assist a small number as He has done uh, before, as in the Battle of Ahazar. That is from verse 9 to 27. To the wives of Nabi Akram Salaam, the advice was given that will get you will get double reward if the, if they say something, if they they get they get double punishment. If they say something to besmirch the character of Nabi Akram Salaam, his honor, and if they stand with him at times of difficulty and aid him, and they remove the customs of ignorance, then they will get double reward. The stories about uh, the story of the Romans, verse 2 to 5, Rome will be defeated by the Persians, and then the, Ro the Romans will defeat them within nine years will defeat the Persians. Then, just like the Mukminin, uh, they started rejoicing because Allah will grant the Muslimin also victory. In Surah Luqman from verse 12 to 19, the Hazrat Luqman is giving his son advice that, oh my son, that abstain from shirk. Ya Budaya, la tu shirk billah, la tu shirk. Billah. That, oh, my beloved son, don't commit shirk. Because shirk is a great displacement. displacement. Zulm is not translated here as oppression. On my website, there's a lengthy half an hour discussion I made on this ayat. Then in verse 7, the pledge from Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi Hazrat Nu, Hazrat Ibrahim, Hazrat Musa, Hazrat Isa, that worship Allah uh, and also pass the message to the public. Then, Azam, verse 20 to 21, that you should uh, uh, defeat the enemies of Islam. The seven uh, things of Paris in Dinya, seven things are haram. 
but the lady is in menses or in nifas. Menses monthly period. Nifas that uh, after she give birth, uh, blood discharge. So seven things she cannot do when those when she's experiencing menses and nifas. One is salat she cannot perform. Fasting she cannot keep fast. Thirdly, she cannot write uh, recite a single verse of Quranic Kareem. Fourthly, she cannot touch Quranic Kareem directly. Fifthly, she cannot enter masjid. Sixthly, she cannot make tawaf. And seventhly, she cannot engage in intercourse. May Allah grant us ability to become good practical Muslims. Wa akhirat alhamdulillah.